1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tavern Watch Plays. I'm your DM for this session, Joe Perez, one of several of our tabletop enthusiasts for the site. And I am joined by my lovely cohort of players today. I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves and who they're playing. Anne, you're up first.
3: Hi, I'm Anne Sticky and playing Kiska, who's a drow druid and who is only level five and is intensely worried about what's going to happen today.
1: Oh, oh, worry is good. Liz.
0: Hello. I am Liz. I am playing Isra, a gem dragonborn ranger who has a tiny dragon companion named Rika.
4: Andrew. I'm playing, uh, Krayo, half elf, uh, swords bard. All right. And Matt. Hi, I'm
2: Matt. I'm playing repentance. Uh, the fun vengeance paladin who just pulled a card out of the deck of many things just before a dragon attacked us. So yeah, this is going to be fun.
1: Speaking of the deck of many things, we're going to do a little recap before we get into the end result of, uh, Matt's pulling of the cards. Uh, so when last we left our adventures, they had bedded down for the evening in the small town now known as Emerald Roost, Um, they had been woken up by an ear-piercing screech in which they had discovered that somebody was murdered and, uh, well, not very good uh, bodily placement by the fountain that they had escorted and helped install. Uh, Kiska noticed that the matron of the town was not there, went to go check on her, noticed that the entirety of her home and her office was completely destroyed and disheveled, uh, but she was nowhere to be found. There was no scene of blood, but there was drag marks. They followed the drag marks, which led them to a grate that led underneath where the aqueducts were for the fountain that was basically bringing water to everywhere else. They said the magic keyword, turned the fountain off and got into the uh, water drainage where they found a loose stone that led them down several hundred feet to what looked like a long ancient, abandoned Dwergar civilization or building of some type after some quick investigation, it looked like it was an outpost from one of the Dwergar uh, networks that had long been forgotten to time. Bodies were strewn everywhere, the castle, the creep was in uh, quite a bit of disarray, and the party merged forward. What they found was the matron uh, in the barracks basement on a table uh, seemingly being experimented on by an illithid werewolf Dwargar. Yes, folks, we combined all three of those. A fight ensued in <laughs> which the party did actually manage to take it down. Uh, and before they could stop it, the thing's brain decided to grow legs, walk out of its head, and skitter down a hall. They gave chase to find themselves uh, in an open pit slash layer slash, well, it's really hard to describe, but there were eggs strewn about with the black mass that they had seen uh, inside of the, the basement of the barracks that was being called upon by this Dwargar werewolf uh, illithid hybrid. Uh, and at the center of it, amongst all those eggs, was a, an emaciated creature, a dragon, whose head had been replaced by that of, well, I mean, it's a mass of tentacles. Um, it's an elder brain dragon, but maybe not so elder, but that's the template that we used for it. And it is about this time when uh, our, our lovely little paladin decided to pull a card from the deck of many things. So, Repentance, I'm going to have you tell me when to stop, and then we're going to go ahead and see what you flip. So okay. whenever, whenever you're ready.
2: Stop.
3: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. It's Just oh no! It <laughs> it's gotta
2: be the wish. It's gotta be good, the wish card. Good one. So.
1: no. Uh, unfortunately, it can't be the wish card because Delver already right. drew it.
4: Matt, oh, so it hasn't returned.
1: It has. It, it, the deck has to be completely cycled before it can return. Um, unfortunately, Matt was spot on the money.
2: Gems? Don John.
1: Don
2: John. <laughs> Hi, Uh-oh. Repentance just vanishes to another dimension. Well, kind of. Oh, no!
1: What winds up happening is, as Repentance and everybody is gearing up uh, for this battle, uh, <laughs> he draws a card, and you see the light sort of dim in his eyes. Uh, he sags a little bit, and there's almost like... A painful whirring sound, which is weird because, well, he's not mechanical. Uh, Matt, I know you've created other characters. Do for- you want me to pull one out? Go ahead and pull one out. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, and oh as everybody God. in the party sees the soul of our lovely paladin, Repentance, leave his body <laughs> and disappear into the aether as the plates begin to shift.
0: Repentance? Repentance? Oh, no. Oh, uh, I'm going to say that Rika, uh, who was on Isra's shoulder, kind of goes up into the air and goes towards Repentance, who is looking pretty off right now, and kind of bumps them with her nose like, Hey, hey, wake up! What's wrong? Wake up! Wake up! Move! We've
1: gotta- Ah! And out of that moment, there's no reaction from the the now still form of Repentance, Uh, but the plates are beginning to shift and start to move around. Does anybody else have a reaction to this? I mean, Kiska was just calling his name, but obviously
3: there's no reaction to
4: that. And yeah, I'm not sure I know what the card did. So um, that's why I was asking if we had a way to revivify or bring him back that way. That's totally fair.
0: I I don't have magic like that. Isra's just she's got her bow ready and not, you know, approaching or moving away because she does not know what's happened. I don't have any spells
3: like that at all. all right. I'm not high enough level for spells like that.
0: I don't think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: As you are all basically hovering over repentance's is uh, now still form the uh, very slowly shifting. Uh, you can see one of the eyes uh, lights up in the familiar magenta of Delvers as it looks around frantically. Uh, no sound is coming out of the mouth. Uh, looks like he can't gain control of the body and might be freaking out a little bit. Um, the creature at the center is still stirring. It is not sure on its feet. Uh, the cacophonous roar doesn't actually reverberate off the cavern walls. You feel it more in your heads than you do actually like physically feel it. It's not like you're hearing it, but you're perceiving it. It's definitely tortured and anguish. This thing does not want to be is the feeling you get from it kiska as a druid as a druid of deep places you feel this very very keenly uh it is wrong it is unnatural in a way that not even the cycle of life and death is like there's a certain wrongness to death but it's still part of the natural cycle this is beyond that um Isra, as you survey the landscape, you start to notice little tiny things uh, that maybe in your first moments of seeing this gigantic thing rear up, you may not have seen at first, but the eggs, the eggs catch your attention. Your passive's high enough. You see eggs of emerald dragons or what may have once been emerald dragons. You see eggs of what may have been once red dragons, black dragons, white dragons. There's easily, easily four dozen eggs here of various different colors and clutches all covered in this goo all with tentacles pulling from them from inside of them and those tentacles are pulsing and it looks like they are le- leeching back to this form in the center
2: okay uh, i am ready to go
1: and as you start to take this in the form of repentance starts to shift faster and quicker and start to take form and matt tell us who takes the place
2: You hear this groaning noise. (coughs) (coughs) What calls Moonborn? And this shaggy... Like for Warforged, this shaggy, almost bear-like form. And you realize that it is actually taking the form of a bear. That it is turning into a Warforged version of a bear. Uh, That is what it, it is... That it drops down on all fours, um, and it is a bear that is straight up what it is.
1: All right, and at this point, uh, you guys are now have a new party member, a uh, the your your moonborn one of the latent personalities that has been in the reliquary of souls for quite a while now. Uh, for those of you at home, this is one of the characters that Matt and I talked about. Way before we even started this campaign. So I'm very, I'm kind of happy we get to see it, but it was kind of funny how I got there. (laughs) All right. So I, there's no surprise rounds here. This thing knows you're here because of the brain that skittered up onto it. You know, it's here. So I'm just going to need everybody to roll initiative.
2: Moonborn's at 14. That'll give me time to figure out what his challenge, the challenge ratings. He's allowed to shapeshift
0: to. He circled the moon. (laughs) Yep. Three. Uh, Wow. That's a ten for Isra. I have an
4: eight.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, I can't really say much. I rolled a two for the dragon. I got to see what the uh, <laughs> the bonus. We we roll really well here. Uh, that's going to be a three for the dragon total.
0: Wow,
3: we tied.
1: Uh, what's your dex bonus?
3: Plus two. Uh,
1: its dex bonus is only plus one, so you're actually gonna I mean, <laughs> you're gonna get to go before it does, and I'm gonna bump you up Yay. to a four for the sake of that. All right, for ease of uh, doing stuff, actually, unfortunately, uh, Moonborn is up first.
2: Okay. Um, hmm. well, give me a sec to get my bear form in, and I will tell you what I do. Actually, you know what? I won't do it yet. Can he just look bearish without actually having turned into a bear yet? Oh, of course,
1: yeah. He can take on the visage of it. What
2: does he have? What does he see? He, I'm going to assume that the other minds inside the body have very vague understanding of what's going on.
1: Yeah, they. so when they surfaced, I would think that the way that we've established it is as they surface, it's almost like a a quantum leap moment. Like, you have that disorientation, but then things start to click into place, and you start to remember who you are, and there may be some communal knowledge that of what has been happening. So you maybe have that momentary disin, that, that, that sort of discombobulation, oh and now you understand, like, it snaps into focus, like... I am Moonborn. I am one of the souls. I I understand that I'm in a reliquary. I am warforged. There are others inside of me, and I know everything that's happened for the most part, maybe with some little pieces here and there missing. Uh, How far away is that thing? The arena itself is actually about 100 foot. Uh, like, oh, so it's circle. within 120 feet of me? Absolutely within 120 I feet of I am dropping
2: you. a moonbeam on it.
1: All right. <laughs> So moonbeam, like I, I
2: reach up the sky and go, Mother,
1: hammer of your fury,
2: and I dress it. You know, drop to the ground and punch my hand on the ground, and when I do that, the moonbeam comes down on top of the thing.
1: All right. Well, it... casting it at second level. Okay. What's your DC save? Because it's a dex, right?
2: Uh, no, the uh, save is a con sixteen.
1: Oh, con sixteen easily. Uh, half damage, then I believe. Uh yes. Okay, go ahead and roll me some damage, please. Oh, but it's is it does this thing shape change? Does it shape change? No. That is correct.
2: Okay. All right. Hold on one second. Spells. All right. Hold on. I'm Don't use spells a lot. Sorry. Take
1: your time. That's what I have editing for.
2: All right. So that's uh, a nine, a five, and a two. So 14, 15, 16. So it's eight damage.
1: Okay. Uh, this thing is bathed in the, the moonlight that you call down upon a source that nobody can see, uh, the ceiling being infinitesimally large and, and tall, uh, basically moving into void, uh, and the moonbeam is on it. It can't move out of it this turn, but it does It does seem to affect it, it just doesn't affect it like it would maybe that were creature that you fought earlier. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What does the moonbeam do?
1: It's a silvery beam of
2: pale light that comes down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. And I can keep, it's there until I stop concentrating on it. And if the thing stays in the beam, it will take that every time its turn comes up. Okay. And I can move the beam around. So if it steps out of the beam, I can move the beam back onto it. Oh, cool. Okay. Right, Basically, he's uh, doing his
1: best Tyrand impression.
2: Yeah. I think I can
1: actually do spells in Wild Shape. We decided that we could because it was fun.
2: Okay. Then, as my bonus action, I am going to wild shape now. Okay. I'm going to take my bear form uh, and be a bear, a bear who is blasting someone with a moonbeam. That is going to be what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> Truly a druid from Lao. WoW. Uh, you see, Moonbeam take to all fours and begin to shift even further. Uh, the plates uh, start to take on a more shaggy appearance, as if that was possible. Uh, metallic-like fur, wood-like fur, starts to sprout from those plates as it shifts into what the Warforged approxim- approximation of an actual bear is, uh, and it stands be- before you. Is it a normal bear or a Dire bear? I don't think you can do Dire bear yet. Right? I can't do Dire yet. It's a brown bear. Okay, so it's still fairly large. It, it's a yeah. uh, if you've ever seen a large beast. Yeah, really you've ever seen a bear, hopefully not in real life, unless it's at a zoo, um, or from the safety of far away, uh, they're fairly large, even before they're dire bears. Uh, you still have a movement action, if you wanted to move closer.
2: Uh, I will actually move closer and away from the group, because I don't really know them very well. I'm aware that they exist and that the previous occupant was do- was doing stuff, but you know. but I'm going to move so that I'm kind of between them and this thing. Since I'm a bear, I'm reasonably confident I can take a couple of rounds fighting this thing.
1: Probably. Uh, so you move up and in, into the side. The l- cavern is filled with uh, almost like a a small, like, viscous liquid, a small amount of it that sort of permeates everything. It just feels damp and wrong. Uh, you trudge through it, no problem. It doesn't make any, like, difficult train or anything like that. Uh, but it is just, it just feels wrong and gives you a sense of unease. All right, so that's... Uh, Moonborn, that's going to be, Isra is next out of 10.
0: Um, I've been, like, really nervously eyeing these eggs since we came in, because they look, they look wrong, don't they?
1: They, they offend every possible piece of sensibility you have.
0: Uh, how far away am I from the nearest eggs?
1: Uh, they start about maybe 20 feet away from you. There's a lot of them.
0: And did you say they were, like, pulsing in time with the creature?
1: So as you take a closer look at them, you see that the tendrils that are coming out of them, the eggs and those tendrils seem to be pulsing. Like, if you follow it, it's almost like something's being pumped out of them and towards this abomination.
0: I am walking towards the nearest eggs, and I'm going to use my breath weapon. Okay. Uh, Yeah, to, like, try and just scorch as many of them as possible. It is a frontal 15-foot cone. And it's a dex 13 save.
1: Well, they're not going to save because they're stationary. Mm-hmm. Why don't you roll huh. me a d12 and we're going to see how many you get.
0: Well, that's five.
1: So five of these eggs are going to take that damage.
0: Two d10, but it is psychic damage. I don't know if that's going to be a problem. Uh, that's only six damage.
1: Okay. Uh, you see that they, they sort of... Definitely, it's affecting them. It doesn't backlash to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's definitely something that happens with it where they almost the pulsing takes on a, a rhythmic beat for a few moments as the, the damage wave uh, spreads over them, and it definitely does affect them.
0: Okay, but it doesn't destroy any of them.
1: They are not looking great, but it. Okay. But they're not dead. Uh, that's or my phrase, own- They're not defeated.
0: That's my only AOE attack. I'm going to try and hit one with an arrow because I do have a second attack and that was considered an attack action. Go for it. Uh, Of course, that is only a, uh, well, that's a uh, math. 15 to hit.
1: That hits. Go ahead and roll some damage.
0: How do I play characters? (laughs) That's uh, six points of damage plus one point of psychic damage.
1: Uh, That egg explodes. Uh, let me just roll a random die to see what color it was. Okay, uh, that is a red dragon egg that exploded. Uh, that brings us down to forty-seven of them.
0: Ah! <laughs> Did when that happens, does anything else happen?
1: Description like, incoming. Do I see any
0: effect? Okay.
1: As this egg explodes, you see the tendril lashes back and sort of splinters at the end that was attached to the egg. The top of it is open, uh, basically punctured from the outside in. Whatever this tentacle was, it looks like it jammed its way in and was feeding off the contents because you see a deflated form of a red dragon whelpling uh, slough of, of this this liquid that's the same viscous wrong liquid that's surrounding this entire cavern uh it is not alive uh it's not exactly dead it's almost like this weird like almost like a suspended state but there is no heartbeat there is no vivacity to it uh it doesn't feel like it's something you could resurrect it feels like it's been completely drained of life if that makes sense
0: okay any eggs it's
1: good
0: the, I'm going to call out to everyone, the eggs, it's drawing power from the eggs.
1: And as you call that out, the dragon at the center, the creature at the center, definitely took some form of backlash from the destruction of the egg. All right.
0: I am going to cast uh, Hunter's Mark on oh. the big guy, okay. and that is all I can do.
1: All right, that brings us to Creo then.
4: Okay, I'm going to... I've never gotten to use this, so I think it's time to use Phantasmal Force. So. I create an illusion. Uh, So I'm going to try to create a giant dragon egg to, I guess, get its attention. So it has to make a 15 intelligence saving throw.
1: Intelligence?
4: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Easily makes that. All right. Then I guess... All I'm going to do is go walk up next to our new Warforged bear friend. Okay. Because, yep, yeah, nothing happens on a, um, yeah, I don't get to do anything on a failed save. Wait, let's see. Is it just the person I target? Let's see if anyone else got to see my. Um, I think it's just the person the you creature. target. Yeah. No one else got to see my egg. Nope. All right. So I got. I was like, go oh, and get uh here's another egg for you and i did this whole thing and the dragon's just looking at me crazy like (laughs) okay yep then walk forward 30 feet
1: all right that brings us now to uh kiska
3: is there a spot where i can stand in the eggs that's like not near anybody else
1: uh, there's plenty of space around this room. You could you could find your way through the patch of eggs. The best way I can describe it for context is they're spread out, not dissimilar to the the egg room in uh, Blackwing Lair. So like, okay. there's plenty of space between them, but you know you can get multiple of them if you if you angle yourself. I'm before. gonna
3: find a good clump where I've got like fifteen a 15 foot cube around me. Okay. And I'm gonna
1: cast Thunderwave. All right. Go ahead and roll me a d12. See how many you affect three? Yeah, we'll make it a four. I'm going to be generous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, why not you go ahead and roll some damage? They cannot make a save.
3: Eight damage to each of them. Okay.
1: Uh, that actually explodes all four. Cool. All right. And this thing uh, just screams and again in that word, like almost like wordless, breathless scream uh, as it definitely has some backlash that goes to it. Uh, any other actions from you, bonus actions?
3: One second. No. Okay. Wait, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself.
1: Okay, heal yours. Heal thine self.
3: I heal for six.
1: Alrighty. Uh, This thing is going to take a legendary action at the end of your turn, and it's going to lash out with one of the tentacles at you. Uh, That's not great. I don't think a nine hits you.
3: Nope.
1: All right, so it just whips past you uh, and makes makes an effort, but it seems a little too distracted. Uh, it is going to be its turn and decision tree. Uh, it beats its weirdly fleshy wings uh, and gets up in the air a little bit. Who's standing near each other? I know Creo said you moved over to where uh, Moonborn was. Uh, mm-hmm. Isra, are you kind of off on your own?
0: Um, I think I am, unless Kiska walked towards the eggs that no. I had attacked. Okay, okay. no, because I'm I'm
3: I walked off by myself, so there was nobody around me. Because otherwise, yeah. Thunder Wave would hit you
1: guys. Okay. So I am going to say it's going to move slightly and it's going to position itself where it's going to take a very deep breath and then it's going to take its breath attack, uh, which is a 120 foot line that is 15 feet wide. It's going to be able oh to God. hit three of you. And I'm going to need Constitution saves from uh, Creo, Moonborn, and Isra. 16,
2: 14,
1: 19. Okay. Uh, Moonborn and Isra, you feel nauseous as a wave of briny water matching the surrounding water that you, that is sort of all over this place, washes over you. You feel plinks against your armor, your skin, your scales, uh, you hold your breath and shut your mouth, uh, just in time as little dark spots from this brine start smashing against you. Uh Creo unfortunately is not quick enough to uh stop from getting a little bit of this in his mouth and we're going to have to make another constitution save next round. But there's no damage from this attack.
3: Ew, you swallowed its juices. I did, I'm gagging. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it tastes like you now forty old pickle juice has been left out in the open. Gross. Uh, uh. Which brings us to the top of the order with moon with Moonborn.
2: Well, first I'm going to move the uh moonbeam back to it, unless it didn't even come out of it, because it just went It moved. It moved around. Okay. Moonbeam just goes right to it. Okay. So, I guess it makes another save.
1: Uh, that's gonna be a fail.
2: Okay, uh, go to spells. Uh, I have a hard time with these things. At least I don't have to recast it. Uh, so yeah, it, that's 24 damage from the moonbeam. It's wow. Radiant.
1: Okay, and then I need you to roll me a d10 for how many additional eggs you get in that that moonbeam. It's only a five-foot I'm thing. aware. You had to move okay. it, though.
2: That's true. Uh, t- 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 over here. Just 1d10, nothing else? 1d10. I wish I could find my actual dice.
1: That's a nine. That's a that's a good roll.
2: So, yeah, nine get hit by the moonbeam as they drag it over.
1: Nine more explode, and this thing reels.
2: Okay. Uh, well, that's an action to, to move the moonbeam, I think, or is it a bonus action? Pretty sure I'm it's a bonus up.
1: action, I think.
2: Do-do-do-do-do-do. And each of your turns, after you cast a spell, you can use an action to move the beam wow. up to sixty feet in any direction. So that was my action. Um, so it's a good, it's a good spell, but it is taking up everything. I'm basically a bear going.
4: And, well, uh,
3: I tell you what, twenty four damage is like worth it. Twenty four
1: yeah. damage That's and killing deal. killing nine of the eggs as well.
2: Worth yeah. it. I'm going to move further away from Creo and give him a look. Like the look says in in, in metal slash stone slash wood bear face, don't follow me. And I move thirty feet more towards the dragon, even though it's up in the air. So
4: Creo like shrugs back, like apparently you don't know how we fight in this group.
2: <laughs> no, I absolutely don't. <laughs> I'm barely aware that you exist.
1: You're barely
2: aware. <laughs> barely. <Yeah. laughs> the bare necessities. I know I, I, oh. I, I no longer
1: feel bad about the Donjon card being pulled.
2: <laughs> no, I I was totally
0: down for whatever
2: happened.
1: All right. Well, if that's all you're gonna do, then it's gonna move over to Isra.
0: Um. Wow. I don't know if I should go for the dragon or go for the eggs. Eggs. Uh, yeah, I can just. I can only hit one at a time. I, I feel like the. Oh, you only had the one AOE. Yeah. Well, it's not a very good AOE. Okay, I'll try the, the AOE. For, if
3: you if you don't have a good AOE, go for the dragon because you've got range.
0: Um. And you've yeah, got that amazing bow.
1: Perhaps one should look at the arrows that they purchased during our shopping adventure.
0: Uh, Yes, I do have one arrow of dragon slaying. Hey, <laughs> I was going to save it for like a special occasion. This but is special. Maybe... <laughs> Repentance is dead. <laughs> Repentance is right there, sort of. AFK. Um, a- 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 <laughs> we have a I bear. Have- I hate it when someone goes AFK at oh, the beginning AFK. of the raid. It's so rude.
1: He went AFK so for the egg room. This is Upper Black Rock Spire all over again.
0: <laughs> and unfortunately for you
2: guys, you got a you got a druid, we- <laughs> but it, it's a feral druid. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> about a you because they don't
1: exist yet. Friends, I love D <laughs> <laughs> um. oh D.
2: My, my friend Paul said he couldn't be playing, but I I took over. I'm I'm, I'm Jimmy. He's my feral
1: druid,
0: <laughs> but he was the healer. <laughs> okay, I uh, I am I will take another breath attack at the eggs.
1: All right, go for it. Uh, roll that D twelve like we said before.
0: Okay, uh, D twelve is a four.
1: All right, go ahead and roll your damage, please.
0: Um, wait, yeah, just. What am I doing? I don't know. That is 2d10, which is... Yeah, wow, I rolled really good. That is... I rolled an 8 and a 9, so uh, 17.
1: Yeah, that's going to be all of them. So how many of them were there that you rolled? Four. So four of them just ceased to exist. Uh, again, various colors. You see the desiccated remains of well planes slough out of these. Uh, completely drained of all life. Uh, The tentacles that were inside of these eggs uh, sort of fraying at the end and going limp and inert as this thing lets out another screech. These tentacles are still, like, even though this thing's flying in the air, they are attached to it. It's like almost like a forest of cables uh, or, like, really sickly vines just, like, this thing is dragging around with it uh, that seemed to be reaching up through its back and, and attaching to the back of its head. Um, it is it is very disturbing and very disgusting. Any uh, movement action or anything? Any bonus actions from Isra?
0: I can do a second attack, and yeah. I'm going to draw my arrow of dragon slaying.
4: Yes.
0: Yes. And point it and hope for the best.
1: Okay. Roll that beautiful attack.
0: That's a 10 to hit. (laughs) (laughs) No! Yeah, I think I did a real dramatic moment, but hold on.
1: We're not done. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm just a little stressed out right now, so. It should be weakened a lot right now.
1: You see uh, the light in Moonborn's eyes flash that magenta color again, and you are going to get a D8 of Bardic inspiration.
0: Okay, okay. That's a three.
1: That's enough to hit. <laughs> yes!
0: <laughs> okay, so um, the initial damage is um, uh, just uh, six plus the hunter's mark, which is a one, plus the bow, which is another six, so that's six, uh, 12, 13, 12 so and It's going to have to make a constitution
1: saving throw, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm just pulling up the arrow information.
1: Well, it's going to succeed. I rolled a a natural one. Uh, So even with its impressive constitution of uh, plus seven, that's not enough.
0: Uh, And that is 6d10.
1: Yes. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and roll me some 6d10 and give me a total damage that you have have dealt to this thing.
0: Um, So so we're at 13 and then... Ah, that's so many dice. Okay, I just have two d10 easily at hand, so that's uh 14 on the first two. So 27. No, that's a total. So oh, okay. I just rolled 14 on the dice for the arrow. Shoot, I should have been writing this down. Uh, okay, so, it's okay.
1: I'm with you. Just keep going. What's your second set uh, of two? So
0: second set of two is eight. Okay. And the final set of two is 11.
1: That is not an insignificant amount of damage.
0: How much was that total? Uh, Holy crap.
1: Close to 60 points of damage total.
0: Dang! Arrows of slaying are, like, real bad deal.
1: Uh, This arrow flies true and flies through the air, uh, careening, almost like self-correcting itself. Uh, As at first your shot was going wide, but then the latent magic of the dragon slaying arrow sort of ignites and you can see it light uh, with the, the emerald light that you had requested. Uh, And it sort of self-corrects and pierces this thing in the breast as it lets out another one of those careening screeches. Uh, I am going to need as a reaction. It's going to use two of its legendary actions. I am going to need everybody to make a concentration saving throw, basically uh, your con check. uh, If you have an active spell up, it may potentially get rid of it.
2: Okay. Wait, concentration or constitution? Basically, I have to make a con check. I rolled a 22 on it.
1: Yeah, so it is a con check the way that the item is described, but it is called shatter concentration because instead of a concentration check, it's a constitution check. Go figure.
0: Either way, I got a 22. Uh, That's a seven for me.
4: I have a 12.
1: Okay, so if anybody has any active spells up that are not uh, Moonborn, your spell ends immediately. And you are going to take half as much damage, so 10 points of psychic damage. Ow! How much do I take? Uh, You take 5. Okay. Okay, so I take 10 points of psychic. If you failed, you take 10 points of psychic damage. All right, we are trucking along there. This thing is not looking very good. It looks like it's pretty chewed on. Uh, possibly it might be moving into a next phase. We don't know yet. Uh, that is <laughs> going to now be the end of Isra's turn unless Is there anything else you want to do?
0: Um, I'm going to tell Rika to, oh, do I want to send her in this thing, this no. range? Rika's going to attack an egg.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Uh, that is, oh man, Rika's stats are hard to figure out. There's not like a stat page for her. Um... That's like a 17 to hit, I think.
1: Yeah, she easily hits it.
0: Okay, and that is uh, just a d6. That I rolled a six, so six points of damage.
1: Okay, she goes over to one of the ones that you had uh, messed with earlier, but hadn't quite exploded, and kills that one. Okay. Right. Good job, Ryka! Wrong, wrong, taste wrong, taste wrong. And They're bad, like, they've like, gotta pss- go. P- 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 and she, like, flies back over to you, starts, like, cleaning herself. Okay. That's going to bring us over
4: to Creo. Okay, I'm sick on uh, the Brine. Do I do something?
1: Yeah, you need to go ahead and make me a Constitution saving throw, please. Uh, that's an 8. Okay, you are going to take 1d6 Psychic damage here. That's going to be a whopping 1 point, and we are going to mark 1 failed save. Right, continue on with the rest of your turn.
4: All right, how far away am I from this dragon?
1: Uh, it's about maybe 50 feet in the air, and you were probably about 30 feet away from it to begin with. So range would be good here, or you could try to climb the the tentacle cables if you wanted to.
4: All right. I guess we're going to shoot it with a crossbow, which I've never really used. So here we go. Adventure.
3: Can you- Ooh.
4: Oh. Lit.
1: And That's a natural 20. Why don't you go ahead and roll me some beautiful damage. Well.
4: Okay. So I'm also using my um, bardic inspiration for an extra D8. So you're going to so- go ahead and double that as well? Oh, oh my goodness. Uh hold on. Take your time. That's
1: gonna be two D six plus three and then two D eight.
4: So it only rolled the one D six, which was a one. So that was great. But uh plus Okay, so it is uh seventeen plus four, so twenty one. Uh no,
1: you have to roll another D six. You had another Oh no, D6. I already
4: rolled the I already rolled that D six, which was a one. So it yes. was one plus my three bonus. Plus that 17 with the other dice.
1: But you crit. Your damage dice is doubled. You have another D6 to add to the total.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. One of the D6
3: was the four. The other D6
4: was added uh into this custom Uh, roll.
1: Oh, okay. There you go.
4: So 21 total. And then I'll I'll use the defensive flourish. Hmm. Does it go up by the the crit or no?
1: It goes up by the... we're going to take the highest because generally it's only supposed to be the 1d8. Okay. So we'll go, so go we'll up go by 8.
4: Up, nice. And then I get to move an extra 10. So I'll walk 40 feet. So I guess I'm like down below the dragon or close to.
1: Yeah, we'll say you can be as close to it as you want to be. All right. And then it's going to take its legend, another legendary action because it gets three per turn at the end of your turn. And it's going to try to take a smack at Isra. Does a. Well, that's a dirty 20. So I think it's going to hit you.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. All okay. right. I'm going to need Andrew's help because uh, I, I have a reaction. I can use Silvery Barbs in a reaction, yes? Yep. Okay. Then when I see it hit her, I'm going to use Silvery Barbs on it. Okay. It needs to reroll its attack and use the lower roll.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, it rolled one lower, so it'll be a 19. That hits. Then I'm going to give Isra advantage
2: on her next attack roll. Ability check or saving throw.
1: How are you doing? Is that from Thanks. Silvery Barbs?
2: Yeah, that's this next part of Silvery Barb. I can then choose a different creature I can see within range, and uh, give that chosen creature advantage on the next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw it makes within one minute. Okay, it's a great spell. All
1: right, you nice. are going. Uh, you are going to take eight points of physical damage as one of the tentacles whips into you.
0: Okay. Ow. Ugh.
1: My my Silvery Barb takes
2: the form of me just going, <sniffs> you know, bear screaming at it. Fair enough.
1: All right, so that's Creos' turn. That's its legendary action, which brings us back to Kiska.
2: Cool.
3: Um, what's the next? Is there another clump of eggs nearby me?
1: There's 29 eggs remaining.
3: Cool. I'm going to find another clump with nobody near it. Okay. And I'm going to Thunder Wave again. Constitution 13 save.
1: Uh, they're not going to be able to make a, the save. So once you go ahead and roll to see how many you get. Same as the before. Yes, please. Six. All right, roll that damage.
3: Eighteen?
1: That explodes six more of them. Cool. And this thing is looking very haggard in the air as more uh, emerge from the uh, now inert eggs. Uh, yeah, it's not looking so hot. And that's going to be the dragon's turn. Let's see if it gets its breath attack back. It does not. So it's going to swoop in, and unfortunately, Isra did the most damage to it, so it's going to try to go directly for her. <laughs> oh. All right, it's going to take a bite at you. Uh, does an 18 hit?
0: Yes. Oh.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh. So uh, I, I'll call out with my silvery barbs. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, hey, that's not nice. Biting's not nice.
1: All right. Uh, does a. S- when you don't even have teeth. Does a, does a
4: 16 hit you?
0: My AC is 16.
4: All right, so 16 will hit.
0: Damn. Yes. And I guess
4: I'll give. Um, Isra has give advantage already. There. Uh, yeah are the next um, advantage. Okay. I'm
2: probably going to just hit him with a spell that I've been using this whole time, but sure. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: so this thing actually forms like the tentacles, the masses give way in what looks like underneath where that, that sort of brain-like shape was sitting is an actual dragon head. Uh, it is skeletal. Oh. It is very the skin is pulled taut acro- across it, and as it opens its mouth, you see what looks like a lamprey mouth in- inside of the actual mouth itself, and it does take a bite at you. It doesn't do a whole lot. Uh, it only does ten points of damage.
0: Yeah. Only ten points of damage. Okay, yeah. No big deal. No big deal at all.
1: Uh, it rolled a critical fumble on its claw attack, and a two on its second claw attack. And I'm going to. Well, that
0: one doesn't hit. So.
1: And a 14 total on a pseudopod attack. Uh, so it only bit you. It missed all three other attacks because I'm rolling <laughs> wonderful today.
0: Uh, I mean, that's for the best because I currently have five hit points. So.
1: <laughs> and then it's going go to go. No big deal. Then it's going to go to the top of the order. Ooh. How Which bad is, does Isra look? Isra looks like she is on Death's Door.
0: Uh, so that is top of the order me?
1: Top of the no. order is is moon is Moonborn.
0: Moonborn. The bear. Bear i do okay. have I, I do have healing spells I mean, and can okay hit her other i think everyone in the party would know that i can heal
2: all right
1: moonborn um, probably so doesn't
2: i don't know that yeah well, i'm i'm trying to make a decision based on the one of the people that is apparently a friend of the body i'm in looks like they might die but i could hit that thing with another moonbeam
1: i would hit it with a moonbeam
0: but i i can't tell you that
2: yeah um I'm going to drag the moonbeam over to it, assuming okay. it didn't move further than 60 feet.
1: No, it's, it moved close enough to be on top of this row, so maybe like 45 feet. Okay. Uh, it fails its safe. Go ahead and roll some damage.
2: Whew. Not as good. 11, that, uh, 11 that's, radiant.
1: That's fine. We'll Go ahead and roll me a d10 see how many things you roll over. 10. You pop another 10 eggs, leaving to Yay. just over a dozen left, and this thing is looking absolutely haggard. Uh, it looks like it, its form is starting to dissolve slightly. It's starting to dissipate. Like bits of the tentacle mass are starting to move off of it. Liquid is starting to uh, come out of its body where the tentacles are sort of severing themselves from it. Uh, it's very much still active, but it is not looking
3: great. <laughs> Moonbeam is savage. Jeez. Well, it's Ooh, also yes this, it is. It's
1: also because it has when, the way that this, the 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 spell is described the moonbeam drags from point to point. Yeah. So technically anything that's in its path should, in my opinion, have to make that save as well. Right. So, yeah.
2: So it's, I'm keeping the moonbeam on it. So that's my action. Uh, I am, however, going to move. Let's see. I want to see how far I can get. I have a higher move than 30 because I'm a bear. So I need to look and make sure that I can go the proper amount of distance here. I can go 40 feet. How far away from me is Ezra? Uh,
1: Isra is maybe about 25 to 30 feet away from where you, you situated yourself. All right. I am going to move to be basically between Isra and the dragon
2: and be as close to her as possible. Like basically like blocking her with my large beast body Okay. to try. If it comes, if it comes at her again, it will have to try and get through me. Okay. And I will do that. I'm actually going to stand up. Like, you know, like a grizzly standing up in, like, a TV movie? Yeah. The like guy stand up and go,
1: All right, well, it is going to take its legendary action, then, and it is going to take a tentacle swing, uh, and it's going to be one of the ones that is on the ground. Let's see if it can hit Isra. Uh, that's going to be a hit. Do I provide cover at all? No, because it's 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 a legendary action. It's basically the lair kind of doing its thing. Okay. Um, it only hits you for three, so you're still up.
0: Don't Barely, but it? yes. <laughs>
1: Barely. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You well, guys that... are
2: gonna never want repentance back. I'm telling you, Moonbeam is fantastic.
1: Oh, Moonbe- Moonbeam basically seems like a personification of Dan in game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am your bear I'm your bear gif. Uh Isra, you're up.
0: Uh cure wounds level two on myself.
1: Probably a smart idea.
0: Uh that is a 13 plus 2. So 15 hit points back.
1: Which brings you up to 17.
0: Yeah, doing great. <laughs> that is way better than I was doing a minute ago.
1: All right, that moves us over to Creo. Creo, I need you to make a well, con- Oh, sorry. I, 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 bonus action. I'm going to do
0: a bonus action to ask Rika to get another egg. Get right. the eggs.
1: Go ahead and, and roll an uh, attack.
0: No, that's not good. That's uh nine.
1: Uh, that actually hits.
0: Okay. These things yeah, have an AC of on.
1: of eight. They're not very hardy.
0: And that's five damage.
1: Almost explodes it. It's barely hanging on.
0: Barely. Uh. Okay, uh. that is it for
1: me. Okay, uh, Creo, I need a Constitution saving throw, please. All
4: right. These have all gone so well. Nope. That that's, is a six.
1: That's another failure. You are going to take six points of psychic damage. Oh
4: no! All right. Well. First things first, we're going to shoot the dragon again, the crossbow. Okay, 21. That absolutely hits. And I'll use my yeah, last bardic inspiration on this shot. So that is 7 plus 6. Mm. So 20. That's about the same I did with the crit. Wow. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right, this thing is, uh, looks like it might be barely hanging on. You do a, a good chunk of damage to it as your arrow barely... sinks, into, it, sinks into its As flank. a
4: as a bonus action, I'm doing my um, healing word level 3 on myself because I've been taking a lot of damage myself.
1: Probably not a bad idea.
4: Uh, I was only 9, so uh, 9 healing.
1: All right. Any movement from you?
4: Um I think at the moment I'm going to I think I'm okay where I am because I can still reach the dragon and it keeps flying around.
1: Okay, at the end of your turn it's going to use uh two of its legendary actions to try to do the concentration break again. Um you need everybody to make a constitution saving throw.
2: 8.
1: I also got an 8.
2: Ooh, 10, I'm losing the moonbeam.
1: You are Hello? losing the moonbeam. 14. Okay. Uh so everybody that didn't get a 15 or higher uh, you're going to everybody. <laughs> you're gonna take five points of psychic damage because I rolled, like, butt, uh, and the moonbeam dissipates, which now brings us to Kiska's turn.
3: Kiska's mad. Uh, Kiska's going to pull out the last big gun she has and hit. Okay, is the dragon hovering over any eggs?
1: Uh, it is standing among a few remaining ones. It looks like there's uh, 12 eggs left, uh, roughly-ish around the area there for the sake of whatever we want to say with the, the mental battle here. I'm
3: going to smack it with wither and bloom and it's um, a 10 foot sphere centered. So like the dragon and whatever eggs are within 10, a 10 foot sphere around it. Okay. And they have to make a constitution saving throw. Well, of 13.
1: The, the eggs are all absolutely going to all fail that the dragon will succeed because it gets a plus seven on constitution.
3: So it takes half.
1: Roll me some damage.
3: Nine damage, it takes half of that.
1: And roll me, roll me a d12. Four. Okay. Four more eggs burst as you deal uh, the damage to this wither and bloom uh, through to this creature. However, it looks like it is enough as this thing starts to uh, literally wither itself. Uh, so the way that you just described this earlier is that it's that, that sort of moment between... Life and death through death begins birth as far as the, mm-hmm. the cycle of flowers go. And that's exactly what you do. You break the stasis on what this thing is and the eggs surrounding it. As that stasis breaks down, they begin to rapidly age and decay their flesh basically dissolving into nothingness, the bones becoming brittle, uh, all of the liquid starts to dry up and dissipate. Uh, you see that inside of the liquid are tiny black tadpoles uh, that look like they have little tiny pincers on the front of them. Uh, they start to evaporate, uh, and this thing completely dissolves into dust and nothingness.
3: The- Is there a brain?
1: <laughs> Getting to that. Okay. <laughs> The eggs that are remaining, all the ones that didn't get hurt or weren't busted yet, all the remaining ones follow the same suit. They start to uh, explode as the tentacles dissipate from them, no longer pre- protected in their their form of uh, The whelplings inside uh, fall out as all of them start to rapidly age and decay. Uh, it is impossible to know how long they were held in this suspended state, uh, but you think it's been a very, very long time. The brain, the giant brain thing that was on the back of this does detach itself. However, it itself is starting to uh, dissolve is not really the right word, but it starts to lose cohesion. Chunks of it are starting to fall off. Uh, You see what looks like it may have been a mass of those smaller brains all conglomerated together uh, start to fall off and start to wither and turn from the pinkish hues that they were to this cold gray mass uh, and then stop moving. They, however, do not dissipate. Their remains are still there. As everything starts to dwindle and, and die away, uh, I'm going to need everybody to make perception checks for me, please.
2: 10,
0: unless it's a smell check. 20, 16.
1: 30, 20. 27. Isra is the first to notice this, followed by Kiska. As the debris and the, the, the biomatter starts to dissipate, almost like a wind that you're not sure if coming from where maybe from the tunnel that you came from before starts to blow the dust away into nothingness up into the cavern. And you notice that there are etchings on the, the ground, basically the platform that this thing had been nesting on. And you realize that it wasn't necessarily a nest. Isra, it catches your attention and you start to, as you're patching your wounds and taking stock of everything happens, you can't help but be mesmerized by this. As it looks like, this is a carving, a gigantic carving to the Dragon Queen.
3: Is there
2: language on it or anything?
1: It is ancient draconic. So, if anybody speaks draconic,
2: <laughs> technically me. I do.
1: I mean, it is it is prayers to Tiamat. <sighs> so, how are you guys doing?
2: Uh, are we afraid. out of combat?
1: Combat's over. Like, there's literally nothing left. And I don't have to make Constitution saving throws anymore. Yeah, so about that, we're gonna we're gonna deal with that in a second.
4: Okay. Oh boy,
3: and cast healing word on herself. A little creaky
1: uh, Creo, I am gonna ask you to make the last uh, Constitution save, please.
4: Uh, it almost hit one, but it didn't. Tipped. I got a twenty-two. That's good. Um, I don't know. I wanted to see what happened.
1: Well, <laughs> I didn't. There's still things that happen. It's just going to be different now. Creo, you definitely feel sick. You feel very nauseous, um, more so than you've ever felt in your life. You are conscious, which is good, but it feels, well, almost like something's crawling up from your stomach. Oh! Do you say anything to anybody?
4: Um, I'm going to try to um, use uh, digitation to, like, try to make myself vomit it up. I'm exactly sure what from Prestidigitation, digitation something to like smell or something to make myself like uh gag to try and vomit it.
1: Uh you definitely make yourself vomit, that's not a problem, but you feel intense pain as when you do this, it's almost like something is holding on and gripping, not wanting to be expelled.
4: Oh. All right, then yeah, I'm going to let the rest of the group know and say whatever that uh that uh Watery breath that uh, she spit at us that I'm sure we all consumed. I feel like it's like stuck in my stomach. Like maybe it's like just not coming out right. Anyone else up to him in bear
2: form and lesser restoration his face with my bear paw?
1: Okay. Uh, While you're doing that, Kiska, why don't you go ahead and make me either a history or nature or arcana check, whatever's higher.
3: They are all the same.
1: All right, pick one and make me a roll. Eight. <laughs> the word "seramorphosis" comes into your mind. You're not sure why it's sticking there, uh, but yeah, that that seems like a thing that might might be a problem.
3: Seramorphosis. She just says that out loud.
1: Uh, I'm gonna. At that point, Moonborn, uh, Creo, you guys can make Arcana checks. I don't think Isra would have knowledge
4: of this.
2: Could I be a nature check instead? Because I yeah. don't have anything Arcana wise. Yeah.
4: 14. No, I got a six. I don't know what that is.
1: Uh, Moonborn, from deep in the, the dregs of your memory, you pull up the, the name, Seramorphosis. Uh, it is the reproduction cycle of Illithid. Ugh. Where they inject a tadpole into a living creature's body and it slowly takes over.
2: Does Listerization going to do anything about that? Nope. Uh oh. Okay. Um,. Do I have anything that can do anything about that? Uh, I don't think I, no, I don't think I do. Everything else is cures and stuff.
1: This may be a problem that you are all going to have to solve at some point. It is not an immediate threat, thanks to Creole actually making a save, uh, but it's going to probably be an issue.
2: I say, but I'm still a bear, and I don't think bears can talk. So what he gets from me is-
1: We've established that Kiska can talk in animal form, so therefore so can you.
2: Okay. I say in bear form. You are sick. I don't mean that you're disgusting mentally. I mean that there is a thing inside you that is going to hatch, and turn you into something like that thing was, except smaller. Oh no! We I am moon get... born.
3: You are definitely not repentance. No, a
2: um, uh, body is mine now. Finally, I can. I can do what? What do I do with the body? Well, Singing you... one. Yes. Okay. What do I do with the body?
1: Well, we've sort of made a pact with this group to travel and protect them. You can honor that.
2: Mm, They do seem weak and small. Except that one. And I pointed, uh, Isra.
1: She is impressive, yes. They all are in their own right.
2: Very well. What do now?
3: Oh, I forgot. The withering bloom, because it killed the dragon, right?
1: Oh, it absolutely did.
3: Yeah, um, Liz... You can hmm. roll a hit. Die- you can roll up to two hit dice and regain hit points hits. that way. That was like yes. the second half of that. But spe- that's the bloom part. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Does anyone else? Anyone else hurt? I mean,
3: yes. I need to rest. I am very tired, but okay. I don't think this is you a good place You get a bear pole on the top
2: of your head. Oh, she <laughs> <You get laughs> like stops. Eight hit points?
3: Yep. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She just like stops mid-sentence as the bear paw hits her face.
2: (laughs) No, no, it's on top of your head. I don't like, I slapped him in the face with the bear paw to to lesser (laughs) restoration, but that did nothing. Uh, But I touched the top of your head.
3: I need need to rest, but we need to get out of here. I think Um, Kiska kind of looks around just to see if there's anything like noticeably still off kilter.
2: Is the tangle of brains, is it dead?
1: they appear to be uh, inert completely i'm
2: going to i'm going to walk around Astra. and sniff for like you know smell of anything d- out of the ordinary cuz you know I, I have an advantage on perception checks with my nose mr uh, gonna-
0: wants to um just make a loop around the room and examine particularly looking for any remains of dragons or dragon eggs or any signs just any signs of dragon you know where these eggs came from what they were anything she can figure out Kiska's going to take a torch and
2: set the pile of brains on fire if she can.
1: Easily done there they are withered no, I've got, dry. I,
2: I'll just uh, use my create bonfire. Boom! it's a it's a cantrip, I'll just foomph and
1: oh, just hopefully okay. can create
2: bonfire under it. Okay, that's fine. Either,
1: Either way.
3: As long as they are flambe flambeed, yes.
1: The acrid, the acrid smoke uh, travels up into the upper reaches of the cavern. Uh, away from you, it doesn't linger or anything like that, but everything does go up in a uh, controlled fire. Uh, the stones are still damp enough that, that it's not just going to completely light everything on fire, but it's enough to, to burn the remains of the uh, brain-like creatures. As far as looking around and sniffing goes, all you smell is that same necrotic... Uh, but also somehow vibrant, like it's it's both at the same time, uh, wrongness. Uh, nothing else out of the ordinary. There's no other uh, sense on the wind. Uh, nothing else that is of immediate note regarding smell. Isra, as you are taking stock of the damage and surveying the remains and looking at the what appear to be now ancient dragon shells, Uh, As you touch a few of them, they they sort of fall apart. Um, There are no more whelpling remains. They seem to have all dissipated into dust. Uh, Definitely a result of their vivacity being pulled from them. You're almost stricken by the memory of losing your home and how the devastation and aftermath felt to you. The loss of all of those dragon eggs, the 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 clutch that you and your people were in charge of helping protect and raise and rear, uh, it feels very similar to that, and it it pains you deeply. Um, when we get, uh, depending on where you guys go from here, I'm going to say that everybody earns two levels after the last couple of adventures. Um, wow, so that's going to be where we're going to go from that. So everybody's going to go from five to seven. Um, but what do you guys do in this moment? Do you start digging for anything else. Do you want to go back to the barracks or you There's want to a make a big statue rid- here? Uh, it's not a statue. It's carved into the actual ground itself. Like the ground looked like it may have just been like a plate of stone or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it looks like it is a worked piece of stone.
2: So stone shape would work on it.
1: Stone shape. Absolutely would work on it.
2: Then that's not there anymore.
1: All right. You take the time and basically bear track over the whole thing and get rid of the, uh, the symbol symbolism and symbology done. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's, that's going away. Kiska kind of, like, furrows her brow. Why did you do that?
2: Was evil. Oh, okay. Dragon Queen evil. Dragon Queen kill us. Dragon (sighs) Queen kill other dragons. Dragon Queen destroy everything and shape in her own image. Gotcha.
3: Kiska's going to look around to see if there's any other remains of illithid or, like, brains or things.
2: No, it seems... Brain and brain. What is brain?
3: (laughs) Little running brain things—they're like brains, but they have legs.
2: They are. Mm.
3: The thing that you set on fire, those only just like one at a time. Ugh. Hungry now. Kiska pulls some jerky out of her pouch and offers it to him.
2: <laughs> he, 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 he like takes it like a gigantic, like if you had a newfie or something. It's like that, but even bigger. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay
3: slightly better. She also offers one to to Rika, who I'm sure as soon as she saw the jerky <laughs> was like give me.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, she'd be she would have immediately if you had not given it to her, probably would have tried to try- steal it from Moonborn.
3: Right. Uh is there anything else like loot wise?
1: Not in this room. Uh, not that you can is see. Is
3: there any other is there a Okay, is the only way out of here back the way we came or is there anything else?
1: Uh, unless there is something very far up in the ceiling, yes, back this the way is, you came.
3: This is okay. Back the way we came. All right, then we Did should. a
1: bare go. fit out of that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's wide enough. Okay.
3: I don't know about you guys, but I am so tired and so worn out. I need to rest, but I don't think here is the place to do it. I think we need to get back to. I, I think we need to go back up. I think we I, should take the matron's body with us.
0: Yes. We,
4: yeah, I think rest could do all of us some um, good.
0: I do want to go back into that barracks room where the matron was and yeah, take a closer examination of the body now that nothing seems to be threatening us. Just can yeah. we tell how she died, what happened to her?
1: Uh, well, she looked like she
3: was midway being
1: carved up, so. Well, you can go ahead and definitely take a look as you make your way back there. Uh, if anybody has um, medicine, it would be a, a good thing to... Uh, roll to make a determination. Yeah. Okay. I'm not proficient in it. I would say being proficient in it is key.
3: 13 is yeah. what I got, but um, sounds like our bear rolled real good.
1: Uh, you take a look at it. You examine it. You sniff the body. It smells wrong. Um, you look around and you definitely see the equivalent of like canopic jars on the shelves. Uh, it looks like she has incisions around her chest uh looks like possibly at the top of her skull. Uh looks like the ones at the head were incomplete. Uh, the chest was definitely complete, though. It looks like uh, there was enough time for this thing to rip out, possibly, some of her insides. Uh, you're not sure to what end, uh, but it does look like it was attempting to sew her back up when you interrupted.
2: Woman's parts taken. Yeah, that's what happened <sighs> above. Head... Carved, but not finished. Was likely dead for yeah. an hour. Let's
3: take her back up. We should give her a proper burial. Um, or send off.
0: Probably fire. Can put on back. Okay. Um, Raika or not Rika. <laughs> Isra will take off her cloak and wrap the body in it, so it's not just, no, just carefully yeah. trying to cover her.
4: Uh, Also, the whole town should pretty much know about her and what's going
0: on.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Also, in this room, if you are, I'm assuming you're taking the time to look around?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, You are going to see uh, the following. Uh, As you rummage through, you see about uh, 213 gold pieces and coinage. Uh, Nothing uh, extravagant. looks like it's mostly copper pieces. Um, You see a bunch of gemstones that look like they are finely cut a turquoise, a lapis lazuli, a banded agate, a moss agate, a fine piece of obsidian, a tiger's eye, and a rather large piece of hematite. Uh, you do see a stone that seems to shimmer with all of the colors of the rainbow. Uh, you have not, you're going to have to identify it at some point, but uh, for the purposes of the cataloging, and so we can write it down, it is an Ioun stone of protection. Mm. Ooh! And you see a finely crafted leather sling uh, that does not seem to be touched by any age or decay.
3: Leather sling?
1: Sling, yep. It's a ranged weaponry. Ah, okay. All right.
3: Well, let's take all that. I got turquoise, lapis lazuli, banded agate. There's another one. Moss agate? Moss agate, okay. And then tiger's eye, hematite, stone with all the colors of the
1: rainbow. And then a piece of obsidian as well.
3: Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Uh, everything else looks like it has been pretty much trashed. There is one looks like modern-ish journal among all of the uh, decayed books that seem to dis- like, they just dissolve when you touch them. This one seems to be mostly intact. Uh, it a is, journal? Maybe. It is written in a language that you don't know, at least not yet. Um, it may take some time to go through, but it does look like it has diagrams. Uh, looks like it is almost like the Vitruvian Man where it has... Uh, the human form, different oh. incision points. Uh, it also looks like there's a, a diagram of a multi-headed dragon uh, with, like, looks like bullet point steps. Um, you can't, again, you can't necessarily read the language. We'll resolve that later. Uh, but in this moment, this seems like this might be something important to hold on to.
3: Tuck that away. Yeah.
1: All right. You can make your way back up to the surface the way you came. Uh, everything else is still pretty solid as far as the building goes. Just the wood and, and anything that was made of natural fibers is gone. Uh, the bridge is still there. You make your way back up and around, and you start climbing your way through the tunnel. Uh, this one, you will probably have to shift out a bear form, Moonborn, in order to get up. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's be-
2: fine. I will shift out. Can you still carry her? Uh, not as well, but I can probably do it, yeah. She's I not assume- super strong.
0: I assume between the party we
1: can Yeah, I'm not going to make a big, a big yeah. deal. She's not,
0: she's not
2: huge. She was like a, a gnome or a halfling, right?
1: She was a human. She was a very light, oh. hu- old human.
2: Yeah, that's not a problem. I have I okay. have a positive strength. It's just not like super high.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, you guys can make your way up. It takes a while just because it is a bit of a climb, and at some points it is a little slick, uh, but you make your way back up through the hole, uh, and it seems like several hours have passed as daylight is starting to... Uh, break and you can see the uh, purple and gold hues of that morning sunrise starting to come. Uh, You crawl out of the grate and back into the town. The two farmers that you had tasked with guarding everything are still there uh, and looks like the rest of the town has been giving it a wide berth as it has been explained that, you know, do not touch it. The the adventuring party is doing their thing, Uh, but you do see people trying to get on with their day as uh, folks are heading towards the fields, uh, and you can hear the murmur of uh, confusion, uh, worry, as people move on with their days on their jobs. But you're back onto the surface, and you're back at the fountain.
3: Kiska's going to walk up to the two farmers that were guarding.
1: And they they nod grimly.
3: The uh, matron was there. Did she have um, somebody that was a second-in-command or anything like that?
1: Um not really. The closest we have to another town leader would be... He makes a head motion over to the, the inn.
3: Can you go get them for me?
1: He nods and, and looks at his friend, and they. one of them runs off. Comes back with the dwarf bartender.
3: I forget his name.
1: I also forget his name, so insert name here. George. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see you've, you've returned from down below.
3: The matron's gone. We tried to save her. We were too late. They... They had taken her.
1: That is unfortunate. She was a good woman.
3: Yes, she was. We brought her back. She kind of gestures at the cloak-wrapped
2: body. I, I actually will just walk over with it and proffer it.
1: Um, he he nods and looks at the other two. Um, can you clear the body, please? Not take them to the barn. Um,
3: I do not know how you... Usually dispose of your deceased. However, due to the nature of what was done, I would suggest burning them.
1: Why don't we step into the barn with them, and you can tell me about what happened off, off the street?
0: Yes, let's go. I I have written down that the dwarf's name was Hawkin.
3: There you Hawken. go.
1: Thank you.
0: Much better than George. <laughs> uh, George Hawkins
3: George, sure George Hawkins. either way
1: uh, but he will move on following the as they they've they've wrapped while you were down they wrapped and uh took care of the mess around the body um just mm-hmm. because that's honestly they needed to so that people didn't gawk or anything like that, uh, but they carry both bodies to the little side stable uh barn area to the inn that you stayed in uh last night um he props them up on a, or he has them put place them on a couple of the, what looks like old worn workbenches, probably for uh, taking care of saddles or, or anything like that. But it's the best he has. Well, oh, uh,
3: before they walk off, she's going to say, "Geyser," and reactivate
1: the fountain. Thank you, ma'am. Mm. And they'll go and they'll reactivate the fountain. You'll hear it burbling away in the background. uh He will take his time and he will unwrap the bodies. He looks at the first one, the the gentleman that you had found last night, the farmer. Uh, Just kind of shakes his head. Nasty business, that. Kill You say that out loud? Yeah. His eyes snap at, like, to look at you with a hard edge. uh, Almost like a, not a murderous glint at you, but, like, you definitely see the recognition. I just rolled a natural 20 on his history check.
3: Oh, he knows, then.
1: Tell me exactly what you found.
3: She goes over all of it and then says, we have a problem. That we don't know how to fix. Um. Creo, two points at Creo, is <sighs> afflicted. Teramorphosis.
2: I say again in my very Barry voice. That.
1: Oh, lovely. We'll deal with you in a moment. Okay. Um, he looks at the uh, the matron, starts poking and prodding a little bit. Uh, the flesh is. This is
3: why I suggested burning the bodies, just in case.
1: Uh, he looks down. Uh, yeah, no, she absolutely needs to be burned. Um, yeah. And he will call Might out... Might f- want
2: to burn the other one, too. All of them. Yeah, both of them. They
1: both will be burned. Uh, he calls out to the the farmhands, hands them uh, a little pouch of, of something, uh, whispers in their ear, and sends them off. Uh, looks like the area behind the barn is a little bit of an open field. Uh, doesn't look like there's anything to catch fire, and you can see they're starting to gather... Uh, firewood, and they're starting to sprinkle it with uh, herbs or s- some form of powder as they're building the beer. Okay. And he turns to you. Alright, well, I guess cards on the table then. And he shuts the door to the barn, takes a work rag out of his uh, out of his pocket, and wipes the make-off, makeup from his face, as you see the ashen gray skin underneath. Oh!
3: Are you from below?
1: My family was, yeah. Long time ago.
3: So you weren't from where you said you were from.
1: Well, generally speaking, my folks have a bad reputation, don't they?
3: Hmm. Were Any- you there when they came?
1: No, no. I, was, I wasn't I was even born yet. My parents escaped long, like right during the height of, of that. But they do say that the Illithid came and waged war upon the Duergar, and some of us, some of our families were able to, to escape and make their way in the world above.
3: I have a feeling that, that it was the fountain that woke them. Very likely. The timing is, the timing is there.
1: They are not exactly known for being kind. They experimented on anything that they would grab their hands on and tried to make new creatures. And I'm sure that this was no different. Uh, he looks at the body that was eviscerated. I'm guessing one of their creations did that.
0: Yes. Wonderful. Everything below is dead. But Kiska, you. Picked up a book, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I hand him the book. Do you understand this?
1: His eyes go wide as he starts to thumb through it. Oh, oh yes, this is because we sure don't. <laughs> this is written in a form of of Dwergar, ancient, long, very similar to almost Draconic. You can see the hard consonants. He starts explaining the language a little bit. You can start to see some of the similarities, um, and then he he almost blanches and get, becomes paler. Well, you all right? that's not good. Well, what is it? He points to the diagram of the dragon. Yeah. Did, what, did you find dragon down there? Remains? Experimentation? Anything like that?
0: Eggs. Yes. And it was a very, very much alive. Illicit dragon. Feeding <sighs> on ancient dragon eggs. it is gone. Everything there is gone now. And we burned the remains.
3: It's It's gone, but it was sitting on a symbol of, damn it,
1: yeah, that would make sense. Uh, he points to the diagram. One of the stories is that Tiamat would recreate the world in her image. That multi-headed creature that she is said to be uh, would be mirrored by essentially making abominations on the material plane, uh, taking dragons that were our friends that would the deep whether they were deep in the caverns or high in their airy peaks emeralds or reds, it didn't matter, and mashing them together. I think the Illithid were looking for a way to recreate those monstrosities and domesticate them. I would need time with this book.
3: You can have it.
1: Consider me revealing my identity as collateral.
3: And this will stay between us. The town needs a leader.
1: I will send back to the Weirs for somebody to take over. I will... I'm much better off to the side than I am in the in the main light.
3: We're gonna have to let Greasy Fingers know what happened here. Uh, How much do you want us to tell her?
1: If I'm being honest, just tell her the matron died. Don't don't give details. Bandits. I don't care what it is. Okay. No offense to Greasy Fingers, but I don't know I what they would do with that knowledge.
3: Illithid dragons. Eggs. That's probably so far out of her wheelhouse. I don't think we need to involve her in any of that.
1: And he he stops and he turns to Isra and he looks at. it comes over to you and and grabs your hand. Are you okay?
0: <sighs> it was a sight to see, but now it is now it is done. At least this small part of it is done and gone. There were many, many dead, corrupted dragon whelps there.
2: Since so we're outside now. Or up in a barn. I have since wild shaped back into a bear. <laughs> That's right. In fact, I wild shaped back to a bear while this conversation is happening, and I'm now kind of just sitting around in bear form. Okay.
1: Right. Well, and he starts reapplying his makeup from a, a pouch on his side, and it looks like it must be some form of enchanted thing. Uh, and he starts to get his rosy complexion back. Well, then, seems like we uh, have a new friendship here because. Once I figure out what they're trying to do and where they're trying to do it, because this can't be the only place, no. I may I may have work for you.
3: This is not the only place. I we've run into these creatures before. I'm sorry. What we ran
0: into them beneath our house, actually beneath the Weirs. Yeah, there was an old temple in the what? What was it? Was it a, like a underground river that runs mm-hmm. under the Weirs? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's we, unfortunate.
0: Yeah. We destroyed all that we found and we did find there also some dragon eggs. Very old dragon eggs. They, they haven't hatched, been corrupted though. Uncorrupted, they hatched into emerald whelplings.
1: Oh, there's and he looks over at uh Erika.
0: Ah, uh, she is a little younger than they are, but of her ilk.
1: That is fantastic news. And he, he there's a genuine I- smile on his face. You know, one time my my people lived in harmony with the deep dragons.
0: Isra definitely smiles in return, as as my people lived with the dragons of the skies. Perhaps both could return to this area someday.
1: I'm gonna, I think I need to put out some calls. Hmm.
0: Anything that you come up with,
3: anything you find, you let us know immediately.
1: And the same goes for
3: you. This was an abomination. Yeah. Kiska's offended. She's just like offended at everything that has just happened. Uh,
1: right. Well, we have to deal with your friend now, too, don't we? Um,
3: yes. Yes. Creo. So,
1: Creo, come here. Sit down. Yes. Um, All right. I sit. He looks at the rest of the group. Do you trust me enough to not immediately injure me if I do something?
0: Um. I- yes. Insight check. I mean, I think I did an insight check on him Go previously, but just in case.
2: <laughs> Batch for one for an eight total.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, that's a dirty. I'm 20. not interested.
1: Oh no, he's 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 being sincere. He's going to do something that may seem uh, not on the up and up, but he has the best intentions
4: at heart. I'm out of spell slot, so I can't detect thoughts. So,
1: well, uh, he he Creo? runs he runs a finger Creo? up up your chest real quick. Creo, tell me when to stop. Uh, and you felt it right around your throat, like right around your Adam's apple. Okay. All right, Ooh. Isra, go ahead and do your thing.
0: Uh, I was just going to tell Creo he seems genuine but it is up to you.
1: Um
0: Okay.
4: Yeah, go for it.
1: All right, this is going to hurt like hell. Uh and he stabs you through the throat real quick with a, okay, as a he, dagger that as he He
4: goes to attack out of like uh reaction. I cast silvery barbs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, right, no and then I don't know I I What your... going I say that you probably
2: couldn't cast it? Because it has a verbal component, and
1: well, he's stabbing yeah, you in the. we let's do this. As,
4: as, let's, I, as I see the like dagger, or whatever he's stabbing me with, and then I'm um, I'm just going to uh, give Israel uh, advantage on an attack, just you know, out of um, out of habit.
1: Uh, what they a, a, he? I mean, your AC is less than eighteen, right? Or like, you don't think your AC is high enough to uh, an AT is good, right?
4: Yeah, it's sixteen. Okay.
1: Alright, so I rolled I rolled a natural 18 plus, his, plus 6, then I rolled a 12 plus 6, so he's going to hit you. A stiletto comes out from the sheaf of his uh, shirt and just jams through your throat real quick, uh, and he immediately pulls it back and grabs a pair of tongs and just jams it into the hole that he made. Uh, and he is pulling, and you feel this thing fighting him but you feel him slowly gain purchase as the thing rips out and he's got it in the tongs and he goes quickly, heal your friend, heal your friend, heal your friend. Now I slap him I with a bare hand and, cure word. Wounds him. and he's got this thing wringling and he brings out a jar, slams it into the jar, pops the top on it, pours wax to seal it and holds it up.
2: I healed you for five. I also healed you for five.
1: The wound on your, the wound on your throat clears. You have a little bit of a raspy voice, probably for a day or two. Uh but he looks at you and he's like, You are lucky. You are real lucky.
4: I don't feel lucky.
1: Well, you could have had tentacles for a mouth instead.
3: It was really close.
1: And he holds up the jar. This little thing would have eaten your friend's brain. And yeah. re- replaced it with itself. And slowly your friend is would it? have it's alive. Very it much alive.
0: Is it safe to keep in that manner?
2: Should we just should we just kill?
1: He hands it to bear? you. Handing it to the bear? He hands it to anybody in the party, holds it out.
3: Kiska takes it.
1: That is for you to decide what to do with, and he points the Creole. He's the one that took the brunt of it.
4: Creole? She kind of holds up the jar. Um, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I mean, I don't want it for anything.
3: I'm thinking this is way
0: too dangerous to leave alive. I don't know about the rest of you. I... <laughs> I'm not scientifically minded. I don't know if there's anyone who would get value from studying it or if we might learn how to fight them better. But it is a disgusting creature, an abomination against life. She looks at the bear.
2: Kill it.
1: I might suggest just- fire. Fire is very good against them. They do not it, like it.
2: She was put looking at the down,
3: bonfire outside. Put, put it she down, she put it puts down it down right.
2: and steps back from it. <laughs> create bonfire on, in like basically around the jar.
1: Like, uh, the thing lights up instantaneously. Uh, the glass shatters from the heat. This thing squeals with a, again, it's that same thing. Like it's, it's loud in piercing, but it's not actually loud in piercing it's just in your heads as it shrivels up and ceases to be six fire damage. If that matters more than it, we're going with narrative here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Right. Thank you for not uh, attacking me.
3: I have a feeling whatever you find in that journal should be useful,
0: more useful than keeping one of those things alive. I would agree. It's true. Isra will look at Hawken and just, you know, make like clear eye contact and say, I prefer to judge people for the people they are, not for rumors of their race.
1: Oh, we're the the rest of the world. We're like that. Thank you.
2: I am Moonborn.
1: (laughs) Moonborn, I am Hawken.
3: Moonborn uh, appeared because our friend repented. We have another problem. Well,
2: we've, we've no problem. Moonborn here now.
0: We've seen repentant shift forms into other beings. You, I've even seen him shift into the We saw we him draw the not card, made, though, didn't we?
1: You did see him draw the card and you did see his soul leave his body and get encased in a sphere and disappear.
0: Oh, awesome. And then
1: Moonborn. And then Moonborn. Uh, you tell him about this? Yeah. Let's see what he gets for his arcana check. Boy is on fire tonight. Uh that is <laughs> that is a 25. Um Oh, that's lovely. Singer yeah.
2: boy, flap mouth.
1: I don't suppose uh, any of you have access to Wish, do you?
4: Uh, yes. As a, Two wishes. Oh, as a matter of fact, I do.
1: Well, I have a good news, bad news sandwich for you. Which would you like first?
2: Bad, always bad first.
1: Well, the bad news is your friend's soul has been taken from its form uh, and shoved into a container and whisked away into the uh, well, somewhere on this plane, but it, the good news is it has to be on this plane uh, and will remain trapped in there until you release the soul from that particular soul cage. Uh, Great. The good news is is the only way to locate one that has been uh, done in by such a manner is to locate one with a wish spell. It will tell you exactly where it is because normal divination won't work on it, uh, but it won't free them. You'll have to go and do that physically
2: here's a question so, to the dm what to do
1: here's a question here's Did an answer actually
2: can i i'm going to message you this because i think it's something that only you and i should know for until i do it okay
3: right While well we're waiting <laughs> that's something we'll have to sort out i suppose
0: um thank you for the we information have, are you we have we have many things to sort out i think I- moonborn
2: wish nowhere paladin go Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and in this moment you see the eyes of moonborn flash from uh what color would you say moonborn's personality radiates is it that that blue green pale, green kind of okay. a
2: greenish the greenish thing from the image i, I put in the, the, the chat
1: it flashes from that green to the magenta as you feel uh the sort of power or presence of Delver sort of take present form as the wish bell that Delver had, uh, banked is used by the body in this case, moonborn, uh, and you, Moonborn, know that it is exactly in the one location that Delver was most excited to go, which was that keep that he inherited from that sp- from the drawing of the deck of many things that, <laughs> I must, <knew> it. <laughs> that must be cleared of all and in- all inhabitants before it's available. Well, one of those inhabitants just happens to be now in possession of uh, Repentance's soul. Singy boy, you got wish? Uh, well, I that was the last of them. Yes.
2: Mm, no more wishes.
1: Well, Creo, I believe, still has one. Yeah. I still have one left. Yes,
2: can get us to keep where keep in mountain. I know where keep is, so I would know that. Never mind. <laughs> I, I explain. I explain where it is in in, in Moonborn talk. Yeah, it's They're
1: it's basically big
2: house in in the mountains, big house.
1: And it sounds like the keep that overlooked the village that Isra was that grew up in.
0: Yeah had had I heard about this keep before, I don't think delver
1: delver ne- delver told you that he inherited a keep. He didn't tell you where it was,
0: okay, and Isra's eyes will just go wide that that was was it near my home or was it my home so it was above your home it
1: was above your home there was a okay, castle yeah. a castle ish area above your home when your village was below it
0: That sounds very much like the keep above my village. The village has your been village- abandoned. Destroyed. Oh boy! Now we
2: go, we go and get back. No, 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 no. No
3: (laughs) No. She wags her finger (laughs) at the bear. Why? We rest.
2: (laughs) We can rest and then go. I didn't say we go like right now.
3: No, we rest. We rest first. She looks at Hoggett and goes, "Are those beds still available?"
1: (laughs) uh for you, my friends. I believe at this point we are beyond formalities. Those are your rooms, regardless of whether they should be rented or not.
0: Thank you. We, we do appreciate it. I'm exhausted.
2: I'm gum. Go take, takes not sleep. Don't sleep. Just stand in one place and look upset. Right. He, he shuffles off in bear form. He stays a bear for two hours and then he has to turn back. But even turn back, he's got the big antlers and he's, you know, kind of freaky looking.
1: Uh, you guys can rest and what will wind up happening here because we're sort of at the end of of everything that's planned for the day. So we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, you, you rest. You'll get all the benefits of a long rest. You will level up to level seven uh, across the board. Uh, you basically killed the uh, elder brain dragon. So there's really no and did a lot in the last several weeks. There's zero reason for you not to level up a couple times. times. Um, you go ahead and uh, after your rest, you see that towards the end of the day, the bonfire has been arranged. Uh the town and surrounding area has been informed that the matron has passed. Uh, okay, good. And that there is a little bit of a ceremony, a, fu- a funeral ceremony going on. They light the bonfire. You can you can definitely smell uh, there's herbs and magic and, and something at play inside of whatever powder was spread over it. Probably to make sure that if anything was made to alter the bodies that they would not reanimate or uh, escape or whatever the case was. Uh, the town is went from celebrating the day before to mourning now. Uh, but
3: what was her name?
1: Uh, Matron Temperance.
3: What did they decide to name the town?
1: They named it Emerald Roost.
3: Kiska is going to take a moment during the ceremony, and um, is Hawkins still nearby?
1: Yeah, he's he's nearby.
3: Maybe you should rename the town again.
1: Uh, I got a better idea. Hmm she's the one that named it i think we should keep it as it is yeah and he hands you a sack of platinum oh that's not necessary oh it's not for you oh i assume you're going to be heading back to the weirs at some point yes do you know a smith or a mason there
3: yes actually
1: i want a statue or form in her honor with being surrounded by dragon whelps
3: oh yes yes and we if her son is actually a smith, I believe.
1: Well, there's 30 platinum in there. That should be more than enough. Okay. She founded this town. She believed in it. and She should yes. always be present, but she's the one that decided on the name. We're going to keep it. All right. And with that, I think we're going to end it here unless there's anything else you folks want to do.
2: Uh, Moonborn will, at the uh, end of the ceremony, since he doesn't really understand what's going on, uh, he literally just relinquishes the body to Delver
1: and uh like,
2: did thing came out soul world again you can take it back now
1: don't think it'll be the last time old friend and uh, you see delver's form emerge from the shaggy pile that was uh, that was moonborn. moonborn
3: thank you moonborn kiska goes and finds isra and hands her mm-hmm. the 30 platinum and said and fills her in on hawk Hawkins request and says i think your son might be able to handle that
0: Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. He has done some fine artistic work. We'll find out.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and with that, the ceremony winds to a close. There is a, it's not a celebration, so to speak. It is a remembrance of Temperance's life and everything she gave for the town. Many people step forward and they, they talk about their memories of her, about building the town from nothing. A couple of the old farmers come forward and talk about how they told her she was crazy and she convinced them to come out here anyway. And then they bought in wholesale, and now that they have the water that she paid so dearly for, that they're going to keep things going as much as they can in her memory, uh, that they're going to double down and protect it, that they're going to make sure that you know their families and those who have decided to come here will be safe moving forward. Um, there's memories of how she taught some of them how to actually do ledgers and books, how to keep uh, a good inventory, how to actually manage things like this. Uh, some of the children move forward she would actually teach them uh, almost like a school but not quite there was nothing so formal uh, but she would teach them to read and write and teach them basic sciences Uh, she definitely went put everything she had into the town Uh, and as the evening winds down they feast in her honor they drink to her honor and they go home holding their loved ones and that's where we're going to end our session so thank you very much for joining us on this uh, leg of the journey. As you see, only one person maybe kind of quasi died uh, almost by his own hand, <laughs> by his own hand, <laughs> uh, predicted. He, he called <laughs> his shot like the World <laughs> Series.
2: <laughs> and you got to meet Moonborn.
1: You got yes. Moonborn, which I was very excited about. I'm actually very. I'm surprised that it wasn't the monk that made it out. But
2: no, no, I, the monk. I, I, the monk is something people have seen me do before, but nobody's seen Moonborn yet.
1: <laughs> uh, well, with that said, I do want to thank everybody for continuing to support us, and hopefully, you're enjoying the live plays. Uh, Blizzard watch is made possible due to generous contributions at Patreon.com/slash watch Your continued support means shows like this continue to exist, and the site Community is able to thrive and grow. Lizard Watch reporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to our podcast. Better chance of having your question answered on a podcast or the Q and an ads free site experience. Uh, I'm going to let everybody go ahead and, and give themselves a little bit of an outro. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Anne.
3: Hey, I'm Anne. You can find me at Shades Gray. that's Shades, a letter O-G-R-E-Y, on Twitter. If you feel like following me, it's mostly photos of my pets and memes, but, you know, it's 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 a way to follow me. And when I'm not doing that, I'm working on world of Warcraft. So
1: yeah. So again, you you might've heard of it. Kind maybe. Of find me there. <laughs> All right, Liz.
0: Uh, I am Elizabeth Harper and I'm the editorial director of blizzard watch. So you will mostly find me here, but you can also follow me as a uh, fans on Twitter.
4: Andrew. I don't really do much on social media. You can just pretty much find me on Blizzard Watch, but I was looking up how to be a playable mind player if they hadn't cut that out of the throat. And there is a whole new <laughs> place to play as that. So there was another way we could have gone. Anyway, but yeah, just on Blizzard Watch is where you can find me.
1: Fun fact had I not rolled a natural 20 on his Arcana check, you would have totally been looking those rolls up. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, then we're going to go ahead with Matt.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. Uh- you know, the site, uh, I'm on Twitter, at Matthew W. Rossi. Um, I write books and they're on Amazon. You can get those too. And uh, yeah, uh, next month we're doing uh, two Witchlight games, correct,
0: Liz? Uh, yes, that is the plan. So after that,
2: I get to figure out what to do with all the things Joe just did yeah. in the next <laughs> couple of sessions for the Weirs, which is going to be, I guess, in November. Yes. Yeah. yeah, November um, will be the month I mean- of the Weirs.
0: We'll kind of see, because I'd like to wrap up the next story arc in uh, Witchlight, and we'll sort of see how long that takes. We're trying to do a thing where we do one story arc in one, and then we'll do one story arc in the other, so we get kind of a complete story and go back and forth instead of one episode, one episode. Cool.
2: So that's something I wanted to make sure everybody heard. So
1: there you go. Wonderful. And I am Joe Perez. You can find me everywhere on socials at Loaderzj. L-O-D-U-R-Z-J. Uh, I love talking with our our listeners and our readers. y'all uh, make some very interesting conversations, especially late night when I'm half half asleep. Wonderful. Always feel free to hit me up. Uh, and yeah, you can I do the podcast thing here. You can always uh, listen to any of our shows and that's about all I got. So I do want to thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.